Welcome once again to You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. I am one of your co-hosts from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. and with me in the state of Michigan. This is Eric. And Phil, you didn't introduce yourself. Your name is Phil. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I, my name is Phil. Yes. <laughs> Good Lord. And um, in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how's it going? All right, I've been purging. How have you been? Oh, Oh, very good. Well, uh, if he didn't binge, then you wouldn't have to do that. I, I assumed that he meant the the movie, The Purge, not not. Yeah, I just came back from from that. Oh, he had a, I thought you were just sharing. No, no, no. Well, I am, I guess. <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was one of two things. I thought it was either the movie or he was rewatching Game of Thrones over, and that was his term. Was I, I was kind of hoping I would be able to rewatch a couple of the early episodes, but I didn't get a chance. Understand of the early episodes for the season, right? Yeah, yes. Of course, yes. So uh, let's do a couple of house cleaning things first. And uh, first off, Eric, uh, you do another podcast with your buddy Dan. Why don't you let folks know about that one? It is a general interest podcast called the Ascancity Podcast. That's spelled A S K A N C I T Y. You can find it on Stitcher and on the iTunes Store. Excellent. And Mike, you do a genre blog? Yes, that's Unnatural Selections. www.unnaturalselections.com. Excellent. And uh, Eric, uh, you do another podcast with myself and Mike, as well as two other folks uh, named Abe and Chrissy. So why don't you folks know about that other podcast? Uh, that would be the original Dark Discussions podcast, of which this is a spinoff podcast. Uh, you can find that on darkdiscussions.com. Uh, you can get this podcast on the Dark Discussions feed, although this podcast does have its own feed. For all communication purposes, use everything for Dark Discussions. So you can send emails to darkdiscussions.aol.com, and you can find us on the Facebook group. Yep, exactly, exactly. So uh, anytime you want to uh, search for You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast, besides uh, looking for that on Stitcher, uh, you can uh, go to darkdiscussions.com, and as Eric said, all is there. Uh, now, um, we're doing a couple of things. So uh, first off, uh, Eric, we're doing uh, something uh, oh, wait, 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 wait. I plugged my thing. Eric plugged his thing. Then Eric plugged our things. Phil, you have a that book that creepy. just came out, don't you? <laughs> That's oh, right. Yeah. You do. Talk about your book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, basically, uh, uh, it's a book of let's see, let's see, six, seven, 30 short stories. Uh, however, only five are mine. And uh, it's an interesting concept. Uh um, the editor put it together. Uh, he told me not to name him because he um, didn't want any credit. So we'll, we'll let it go. But uh, basically it was six authors that he compiled where he got five stories uh, from each author, all genre, mostly horror type stuff, and uh, basically called it pentagonal sextet so five six so five off uh, five stories six authors and uh the authors are gregory norris uh sarah fowles uh e.g smith uh myself uh eric s brown of uh, the bigfoot wars fame and db poirier and um so it's uh pretty good eclectic a bunch of tales uh, from crazy action stuff, horror, like uh, what Eric S. Brown would write, to dark, brooding stuff that I write, uh, uh, to quirky things like uh, Gregory Norris, 
and uh, through and straight horror and suspense from E.G. Smith to uh, more quirky and in a woman's perspective in Sarah Fowles and uh, D.B. Poria, who has a, I guess, a Cthulhu type and uh, urban horror slash fantasy um, feel to his stories. Uh, so, yeah, it's available now on Amazon.com and any place that can order books. Uh, so if folks want to go check that out, once again, it's called Pentagonal Sextet. Um, pretty easy to uh, uh, look up. So, yeah, th- thanks for uh, bringing that up, uh, Mike. I, f- I forgot to, that it was, I wasn't even going to mention it otherwise. I forgot. Yeah, I know. You're, you're really terrible at self-promotion. Yeah, yeah. I'm like like one of those people that don't like really promoting myself much. Don't know why. Yeah, uh, just 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 channel your inner Balsamo. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So uh, let's see what else. Um, also, uh, Eric. Uh, yeah, we we were discuss- about to discuss uh, scares something or other. Whether is it called again? <laughs> scares something or other. That's right. Uh, towards the end of the month. Uh, July 22nd through July 24th, we will be in Williamsburg, Virginia, uh, for Scares the Care Chapter 3. Uh, Scares the Chick, <laughs> Scares the Care is a nonprofit organization that raises funds for, uh, burn victims and breast cancer victims as well as children that are ill. Uh, so we will be down there with a vendor table, uh, to try and sell some trinkets, raise some money for the cause. So we hope to meet some listeners down there. Uh, it's a great cause, and there's a whole bunch of people that are horror fans, just like all of you listening to, actually, not this podcast, but the Dark Discussions podcast. Um, so we'll be under the Dark Discussions banner while we're down there. Um, although we'd be happy to talk with you about Game of Thrones. Yeah, and there's, there's always, there's always vendors there selling pointy bits. So there is, I'm sure, a lot of crossover between the horror and the, uh, fantasy genres. Yeah. yeah, and and to be honest, uh, the the banner that we will have that says Dark Discussions, but it also says Dark Discussions and You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. So, cool. uh, yeah, yeah. So the banner, we're going to be representing both podcasts when we're there. And Mike made a good point. For example, the last uh, convention that me and Mike were able to attend, Skier a Con, which was in uh, June, Springfield, Massachusetts, last month, uh, across the hall from where we sat was – a guy that was selling fantasy swords, even though it was a horror convention. So, um, nice. yeah, yeah. So a lot of genre, all mix and match, and uh, we'll be there. Plus, um, uh, Patrick Lacey, who does the Terra Tantrum section or tidbit on the Dark Discussions podcast. Uh, so uh, there'll be four of us there, and I uh, hope folks will be able to uh, join us. And if you do show up and you have a Dark Discussions T-shirt, uh, you will get a copy of Pentagonal Sextet, a 380-page book, as well as a copy of Patrick Lacey's new novel, or, or actually collection that's coming out as well, which actually came out this week too, uh, called Sleep Paralysis. And that's getting uh, excellent reviews from numerous uh, websites. Uh, so folks should uh, uh, see if they want to come and join us, and we'll meet you up for spirits and dinner, or just to hang out at our booth and discuss genre stuff with you yep and as a reminder that uh you mentioned mr lacy mr lacy and yourself and myself and elizabeth catherine gray of the archivist bet on sexy witches podcast will also be doing at 11 o'clock on saturday morning a panel celebrating the 200th anniversary of frankenstein and there will be even more shit given away there 
Yep, that's right. That's that's a good point. And also, uh, myself and Patrick Lacey are doing readings of our uh, books at uh, the convention as well. Uh, that's all being um, coordinated by the great Brian Keene. And I'm leading off uh, with another author that I can't remember offhand, um, but I've talked to him numerous times online now uh, on Friday night. And then Patrick Lacey will be closing the author section of the convention on Saturday night. Um, now, uh, the calendars. Who wants to talk about the calendar? Not a- oh, right. Yeah. Right, Christy has the write-up for that, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Damn mm-hmm. you, Christy. Okay, uh, we are—we uh, don't have a firm deadline yet, but we are soliciting any of the artistically inclined uh, who are listening to either this podcast or listen to Dark Discussions. Uh, we are going to be putting out or trying to put out a calendar for 2017, and we'll be putting out at the end of 2016. And uh, we're looking to highlight the artwork of some of our fans and listeners. Um, it doesn't actually have to be paintings or drawings. It can be photographs. Uh, longtime Dark Discussion super fan Michelle Barkley may be baking us a pastry of some sort that is horrific or sexual or something. I don't know what it's going to be. but um, And that will be one of our months. And so we need a picture for each of the 12 months. The calendar will feature various important dates, such as... I don't know, maybe the date the Frankenstein was published or the birthday of Bruce Campbell or the day Vincent Price died or something, what night we're purging, whatever that might be. Um, and those dates will be in the calendar. And it's just a little bit of a, a thing for the fans and to promote the website and the podcast. And uh, if you are interested, if you have something you would like to contribute, you can contact Phil through darkdiscussions at AOL.com. Or at the uh, Facebook page, which is, once again, Dark Discussions on Facebook. And I'm sure he'll get back to you promptly. Yep, that's right. And uh, I do, speaking of Michelle Barkley, uh, she's a, um, um, what we call a baker. I mean, actually, that's her profession. And uh, she actually got to a hold of me yesterday to let her know what months are still available uh, because she wants to do something that's directly related to uh, the month that she gets to choose. So, so uh, she doesn't want to do like a shark cake in November. Right. Exactly. You got it. So I got to get back to her tomorrow. Yeah, you uh, do. So, all right. Uh, what else? Uh, anything else that anybody has to bring up before we, we talk about Game of Thrones and the season and news about Game of Thrones and, and when Stannis Baratheon is coming back and things of that nature? <laughs> You're such well, a freak. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if we want to mention this, but uh, or should warn people. I won't say this what the spoiler is, but HBO accidentally spoiled one important piece of information. Already? Uh, yes. What the uh, because, fuck? Well, as you know, and imagine, look, imagine if you're listening to the podcast, you have seen the entire season. I don't know why you have skipped all the episodes that we've used discussing season six and listened to the wrap-up without having watched any of the episodes. But if you have listened to this podcast, then you know that they revealed the true identity of Jon Snow's mother, but not his father. And HBO oopsed and basically put it on, like, the family tree or something infographic on their website. Oh, that? That was out a while ago. I was, well, it was, yeah, but we haven't recorded for a week or two, right? Has it been two weeks? I, I, I don't know. It feels like forever. Yeah, uh, no, believe it or not, it's only been eight days. Wow, really? Okay. You just yeah. we just skipped one day for 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 Independence Day, yep. and the whole week feels off. Okay, anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, that that came out it like hit right after 
the episode aired. And, it, and, and I don't know if they, without spoiling it, Mike, uh, is it who everybody thinks it is? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, continue, Mike. I'm sorry. I just want, I was and so so I think that was the only thing of of major impact that I can remember. Um, but that was that was probably an upsy. Indeed, and they did that once with the Night King as well. Uh, they had that when the Night King first sh- was shown when he turned the baby into a White Walker. Mm-hmm. They wrote in the the um, the liner notes for that episode, the Night King does something, and then immediately it was like an uproar on on the internet, like, oh my god, the Night King, and then they they changed yeah, it. Yeah, well, there's always an uproar on the internet. Well, yeah. I mean, is it the Night King does something, or was it the Night King? Procreates, or I mean, it, how no, specific was it? It was basically they announced that the Night King was a, now a character on the show, and people were waiting for this character. And then suddenly HBO announced it because oh, okay. no, no one knew if that was really the Night King. And then they said it, and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Not when I said an uproar, I don't mean uproar and anger. I mean uproar and as in, "Wow, oh wow, this is great!" And so immediately HBO took it down, like, uh, and changed it to uh, the White Walkers. Uh, do something interesting instead of saying the night. Yeah, King. but that, yeah, no, that's kind of a minor thing to me because yeah. that's a character everybody knew was coming. Knowing a character's coming and just wondering when, as opposed to confirming a theory that's been around for twenty years. But Mike, the Night King was only talked in myth in the book. It was never seen. Oh, okay. So, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that was why it was such a big uproar because it was like, wow, oh my god, we we were right. Yeah. So, um, now let's see. Uh, any further news updates? Uh, anything people want to bring up about Game of Thrones? Uh, I know they listed the the new directors coming out for next season. Um, I didn't really get a good look at who they are, nor do I have the list in front of me, so I can't really comment. Um, but uh, I think there was some concern that uh, Miguel Sapochnik, ah. Miguel Sapochnik, uh, was not one of the the directors, and that may be possibly because Mike, uh, you said maybe this guy's going to be the next big director in Hollywood, and so maybe he went off, and he's not. That's the reason he's not coming back. I well, he, I mean, he got this is the guy who directed the last two episodes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, right. I mean, he he just directed two massive episodes. They have a stable of directors they'd like to work with, and maybe ones they want to bring in. And it's only a seven episode season. If right. this guy is not hired, I imagine they'll end up giving him. Uh, episodes in the final season, and by the way, I also want to point out Neil Marshall, who directed Hard Home, not Hard Home, um, Blackwater, Battle of Blackwater, and also The Assault on the Wall, um, on Castle Black, uh, and as well as the modern classic horror film The Descent. Uh, he, he didn't get a job either. Right, and I believe uh, some of the directors that were rumored to, to be just taking one or two seasons off. Such as uh, I think the guy's name was Alex Graves. Uh, he he did not reappear either. So um, uh, yeah, I'm thinking it's they just want to rotate different people in. I, I, that's all I can think of. Um, I don't. I can't think it's like oh we don't like this guy anymore or or anything. So who knows? Uh, what else? Uh, anything else? No, I think we can jump into our our. Game of Thrones season wrap-up, right? Yes, yes, that's right. Um, now, first off, does anybody have... There was a, a post on Dark Discussions Podcast webs... Uh, I mean, a uh, Facebook group. Uh, someone posted it. I think it could have been Chris Genro of the people we lost this year. 
in Game of Thrones. And so it had all the pictures of the people that died of significance. And unfortunately, That's a lot of people. Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't get it. Uh, I, I can't bring it up. I don't know where it is. But I was curious if anybody knows offhand the the characters that died this this season that will no longer be with us. Well, there's Ollie. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and crazy. Alistair Thorne, right? And Doran, Prince Doran, and uh, uh, Stannis is still dead, and. <laughs> uh, and there's the waif. Yeah, that's right. Okay, the, waif. Yeah. the blackfish. Blackfish. Walter Frey. Well, yeah, we Ramsey Bolt. Blackfish for sure, but uh, Walter Frey we do. Yeah, yeah but well. we don't. It's like Stannis. We don't know for sure. Actually, well, Walter, we saw Walter, his head get taken off, but we didn't see well, the blackfish. Well, Walter Frey's sons. Yeah, uh, they, were, they were baked into pies. Bruce Bolton. Bruce Bolton's wife. Uh, Walda, baby, baby Bolton. I don't know if you ever got a name, baby boy Bolton. Oh God, you never even got a name. Um, yeah, did you say? Did you say Ross? But Ross Bolton, Bruce well? Bolton, Ramsey Bolton. Yeah, we got the whole Bolton clan. Oh, of course, uh, we can't forget the Stark boy uh, that nobody knew anymore. Rickon. But uh, Rickon, Hodor, and oh, uh, Hodor, Hodor, and of course uh, Winter. Right, was his name? What? Oh no, summer, summer, summer was the summer. dog. Summer, summer, dog. and Shaggy Dog. Yeah. Uh, this, despite rumors to the contrary, apparently Shaggy Dog was just a diminutive dire wolf. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 the the uh, poster, Osha. Osha, right? right? Yeah. Uh, the hopes and dreams of fans who are wanting to see Lady Stoneheart. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the Griff, and the Griff, the Griff. and the Griff, and yeah. uh, what's his name, Lemon Cloak, or something like that. The Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah the guy from the 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 the, uh, the band of brothers, uh, band of brothers without or, borders, no, no, not or band banners, of brothers, <laughs> brothers without banners, brotherhood without banners. <laughs> the one who, the one who, basically, they got that the the, the hound got to kill, but didn't kill him as he wanted, so he was kind of didn't gripey get to about dismember it. Dismember him, but he got to hang him. Yep. yep. Oh, uh, and then Marjorie and Mace. And Lancel and Loris and the High Sparrow, uh, not the not the not the confessed bitch that worked for the High Sparrow. Not yet. Not yet. She, she's the one that got to survive. Lucky her, she won the grand prize. <laughs> I got a mountain of prizes just for her. Oh, that was bad. Yeah. Uh, who, who else? Oh, oh, everybody, everybody that wasn't a woman in, uh, Dawn. Right. What? And, okay. yeah, yeah the, you because had... the, the leader of the Dawn got killed by the Sand Snakes and his did, sister. Did and the, then the did son. The, did the son die this season or last season? Yeah, it was early this season. Yeah. That was early this season. Yeah. He was on the ship and he got, he got it was first, it was episode one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they uh, oh, uh, oh uh, the Greyjoy King, whatever his name was, he got thrown off the the bridge. Probably about twelve hundred wildlings. Did did you say the Greyjoy King? No, I forgot about him. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. yeah a shitload of wildlings and other. There was like a mound of bodies outside of Winterfell. One one, we can't forget one one. Oh my god, we did we bastards. did forget one one. Absolutely, yeah. totally forgot one one. Yeah, yeah, he got he was toast. Um, Dario's sex life. Yeah, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't even. And I said this when when 
they they booted him off the show. I said I didn't even know he was still banging her. I mean, I they only showed it that one time and never really talked about it ever again. So it was like I I always had a hard time getting into him after they recast him because yeah, the, I mean it wasn't it it was it was and he didn't even look this. I mean, it wasn't like he was even close. If I hadn't been if, if this was in the age of when we got our news from TV Guide, I probably never instead of having the internet. I probably wouldn't have realized he was supposed to be the same character because they look so different. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, the the first Dario seemed more of like a, uh, like a, some sort of trashy badass, while the the new Dario seemed more like a David Min- Niven badass. Yeah. All right. If yeah, like a James like Bond type badass to me, he just seemed lame. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we the the horse lords horse lords died. Horse lords. Who are they? From uh, the 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 oh the yeah calls. The, the calls yeah yeah all yeah. the calls yeah yeah shit ton of people died this year yep. yeah and, and a lot of uh, fairly major characters oh and uh, uh, we hardly knew you Ian McShane Ian McShane right. yeah and and you know there's somebody major we're probably leaving out did we mention Marjorie you did you did yeah. oh wait uh, Tommen Tommen oh, oh my Tommen. god oh yeah the king <laughs> yeah I forgot about Tommen yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, and who the hell is going to feed Sir Ponce Pounce now? Ooh. Yeah, that's right, the cat. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's a lot of characters, and we could be missing a few. But uh, there was a yeah, there was a big uh, shuffle, or what do you like calling it, Mike? You call it the when they shake up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's big cash shake up and big big trimming of the budget so that they could do more dragon shit next year. Woo! Dragons, 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 dragons. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, um, I, we, yeah, we, I mean, we, we didn't set up a, a true format, so uh, let's let's talk about who we're going to miss the most out of all those characters. Uh, um, I don't know, Eric. Who, who out of all those characters, who are you going to miss the most? I, I, no oh, longer with us. Man, um, a lot of them I don't particularly care that they're gone, and some of them I'm actually glad. Bummed about Marjorie. I'm bummed Marjorie died. Um, yeah. And uh, seeing a little baby get eaten by dogs was kind of... Uh, I didn't really like that one either. Um, other than that, I'm... Really, those are the only ones I'm kind of upset about. And Tom and I felt kind of bad about because, yes, he was related to all the other dickheads. Uh but he was just a kid. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just doing the best that he could. Uh, so I felt kind of bad to see, to see the way he went too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and Eric, of course, one one too, right? One. Oh, oh, how could I leave out one one? One one was the hero of the Battle of the Bastards. They never would have reached Winterfell without him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, for me. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, Marjorie was disappointed to see her go because. Uh, no, no matter that, um, I like Natalie Dormer, and uh, she's good to look at and good actress and all that. But her character was an interesting character and was arguably the, one of the smartest characters. And I figured, I even said once, I think uh, last season of this podcast, that I thought maybe they could throw a wrinkle where she would land up because we everybody keeps on forgetting of about her as the potential person to land on the throne. Because we're all thinking of Jon Snow and Daenerys and whatnot. She was great at the game, and the only reason yeah. she's uh, the only reason she's not around anymore is because somebody stopped her. 
<laughs> from getting away from the bad things she figured yeah. out were going to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I will also miss um, Tommen. I think that's the one I'm going to miss the most uh, because I, I liked his character. I mean, I didn't like his turn, how he was becoming manipulated and with the 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 religious kooks. But uh, all in all, I liked his character and thought had he grown up and didn't die, he could have been um, actually the best of all the people to, to get on the throne. By the end, you know, like in five years from now, he could have been the best, to be honest. Um, and I, li- I like the actor that played him, too. Um, and even though I know Mike thought he was over the top, I, I will miss Ramsey uh, Bolton because I, I just thought his character was as entertaining as, as, as hell, um, even though he was a psychopath. What uh, about Mr. Frey? Yeah, well, you know what? We didn't get to see him enough to really miss him, in a sense, but he was he was a hell of a fun character, too. And I did like Ross Bolton. He was a great villain, I thought, uh, because he was more like, um, like, like I said, a poor man's child's dance. Um, and I'll also miss Jorah Mormont. Not Jorah Mormont, I'm sorry. Uh, Alistair Thorne, because Alistair Thorne... Uh, he was just such a dick, and he, the guy played the role so good. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll miss a lot of a lot of the characters actually, but you know, it's, you got to do what, what you got to do. So, what about you, Mike? Well, uh, I'd like to say I'm gonna that I really miss the dogs, uh, <laughs> but let's be honest they they never really had much to do with the show. I mean, the one dog that we know the best is is Ghost. And he was like in two episodes this season, uh, because if they're going to spend money on visual effects, they seem to rather spend it on dragons than on large dogs. Um, but really, I mean, the big one for me, even though we hadn't seen him for a year, was Hodor. Okay. Because um, I just because just Hodor in a series that has always been so dark, 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 dark. Hodor was always a, like a pleasant sight to see he, he was he was always could give you a bit of a laugh um and so it was just sad to see him go although it's nice to see him go out the way he did um i'm with you and tom and i think could have been a good king and it's fair to point out marjorie threw some sharp elbows and she could be as much a manipulative bitch as anybody on the show but i think that's mostly in response to the climate she was thrown in that she was having to deal with cersei and the High Sparrow, and all the shit that they brought to the table, and of course Joffrey even before that. I think fundamentally they were decent characters. And if they had a chance, you know, to walk away from <clears throat> the destruction of the of the Citadel, or whatever that was called, the Septa, I think, yeah, maybe you would have finally had a halfway decent person on the, on the Iron Throne. Um, and would have gotten some good guidance for... Uh, what do you call it, for Tommen? But it's not to be. But yeah, for me, probably Hodor was the biggest loss. Yeah, all right. Um, now, let me ask you this, um, Mike and Eric, because we brought this up in the last episode and had a mini discussion about um, Arya and her killing of Walder Frey. And even though I like that character, I mean, we knew that was probably going to happen anyway. So it wasn't necessarily surprising. But to Mike, I remember you stating, Mike, that you were kind of surprised that it felt out of character of Arya, but I was thinking about that this past week since you've said that, and then I remember, you know what, that 
death of Walter Frey, no matter how horrendous and evil you could argue that it was, even if the guy was a scumbag, his death was actually t- in tame, but for Arya, based off of the prior person she killed, which was the guy, not uh, on purpose, which was the guy that um, was the head of the Kingsguard, the guy that she poked his eyes out. I mean, that was even more disgusting than what she did to Frey. So it is in her character. Yeah, mate, it's, for me, it was more the, the first of all, I, if you remember, I misheard when he was asking, I guess it was for Walder is his son. And I heard Walda, which is one of his daughters, okay, which yeah. was a joke. So I had thought she'd killed two of his daughters, not two of his sons. But even so, I thought killing – it's not killing Frey. It was killing the, the two children. Admittedly, they're adults. But killing two of his children and baking them in a pie. It's just the baking yeah. the pie seemed, seemed to be the, the bit that was going a wee bit over the top. But, you know, I, I want to see where we are with, with Arya because I may be in a completely wrong place with her character – and what I, where I thought she was, as opposed to where she actually is. Eric, so I, I, she, so oh. she's she's one of the storylines I'm most interested in following up with next season, um, because I, I don't know. I mean, does she end up becoming the bad Stark? Vengeance, 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 vengeance. Well, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, will she be this rogue psychopath, similar to say Cersei's, um, or? Is she now done and is going to head back to the Winterfell and, and join part, you know, Team Sansa? I don't know. It's a good question. We'll, we'll maybe find out next year, depending on uh, how quick they move her story along, and whether and also how much screen time that story or that character gets. Um, Eric, any any input you want to say about the two murders by? Uh, Arya and uh, maybe her future next season. I think you have a valid point that it actually is in her character. Uh, I'm I'm on board with Vengeance Arya. Uh, yeah, go Arya. Kill them all. Alright, uh, now uh, let's see. Well, let me ask, it's, we, we yeah. ask who we missed. Which was the death that you were most the person you were most happy to see shuffle off the coil? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Hi, Sparrow. Um, I would say, uh, or Ramsey. <laughs> I, yeah, I would say either the High Sparrow or the Shame Woman, even though she's not dead yet. Well, so then it would be the High Sparrow. I, I, I would go with the Waif. What? Oh, really? I like the Waif. That, that character was kind of cool. Well, because it also signaled the end. Well, she was a cunt and it also f- finished <laughs> off the storyline. Well, well that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. As long as it ended the storyline, you know, you have to take out characters if she, if we have to lose uh, her. Yeah. Yeah, so so she might have been the one I was uh, most happy to see. Um I mean, Alistair Thorne would be another one up there too. Just yeah. in terms of getting what he deserved. Right, right. Ollie. You're not team Ollie, Eric? Fuck Ollie. You're not with David Chen? <laughs> oh, not. Fuck Holly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, those are those are fairly good choices. Um, um, and and, uh, actually, actually, you know who else? Um, Yeah, no, that's I'm I'm good. I'm good with it. Yeah. Um, Now, what about uh, actors or characters in the show besides 
Lady Mormont, because that's the, the fan favorite, and everybody's going to say that character anyway, except me, because I, I could see that it was too intentionally for the fanboys. But uh, besides that character, what other characters on the show did you guys like that weren't necessarily a main character, but more in the periphery? You mean so like you're new not, characters? You're not, you're not allowing us to have the answer that's our answer? Yes. <laughs> Who's your second choice after that answer? <laughs> Okay, as long as we acknowledge that she's fucking awesome. Right. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, shit. Now I got to think about this because um, really, she just rules. Um, I would say, uh, let's say, I, I'm going to say Tormund just for the couple of episodes he was making googly eyes at Brienne. That cracked me the fuck up, and I'm really, I'm really sad they didn't follow up on that. Not yet. Not yet, maybe season seven. I don't know. I'm saying, I'm saying she's she's hooking up with with Jamie, but uh, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, yeah, could be a, could be a three way. We know that James into some kinky <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, for me, I, geez, uh, yeah, it's a it's a good question. Is there's not uh, there there wasn't uh, any? Oh jeez. Uh, oh, I got another one. If you get stuck. Uh, who won one? Uh, well, yeah, but not. That's not what I had in mind. All right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's pretty tough. I mean, a lot of major characters of significance that I enjoyed. Uh, oh, you know what? I liked Edmund. I, I liked I liked his character because he was playing the Survivor game, uh-huh. and, and it, it felt realistic. His character, how he played the Survivor game, and and. Uh, Agreed with Jamie and then surrendered the fort and and you could argue that he he was it was a good thing because none of his people died. Uh, it appears that no one was was killed. There was no. It wasn't like a fate. A Ramsey, you know, surrendering to Ramsey and then when you do, they all get flayed, flayed and killed. It was they surrendered and and you know you get your dignity and respect back. But and no one dies and you know the war is over. Let's move on. So yeah. I, I like I liked his character. I thought his character did well. Uh, who were you, else were you thinking, Eric? Uh, Lady Stork, the actress. Lady Stork, who's that? The one that Arya was. It, was, it wasn't Stork. It was Lady Crane. Crane, sorry. Crane. Lady Crane. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Aquatic bird. Whatever. <laughs> Lady Stork. <laughs> Lady Stork. That's great. Uh, what, about, what about you? That's a good choice, though. Uh, what about you, uh, Mike? Well, he just stole of the new characters. He stole mine that wasn't, of course, Lady Mormont. Actually, even Lady Mormont, she she had her moments, but uh, you know, it, they were they were they were just two two absolute scene stealers. But I, I really liked. I thought Lady Crane gave a great performance, which just makes sense as an actress, right? right. Um, and so she was I, she was really good, and I appreciate that. There really weren't a whole lot of new characters this year. For returning characters, um, you have to go with, I have to go with the two sharpest tongues in Westeros, which of course would be Bronn and Lady Olena. Oh, um, Bronn had some great lines this season. Well, Bronn always has great lines, and I think, you well, know, Mike, talk- Mike, Mike, I have to interject, I'm sorry, but th- there's a third one. The chicken. Walter Frey? The chicken. Oh, 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 yeah, well, it was, he, he's gonna come up later, um, I think, for me, in another possible conversation. Um, but yeah, and he's he's good, but he doesn't. Yeah, he's funny in a different way. Um, he he's funny in his bluntness, not so much in his wit. 
All right. Yeah, right. In that, that, in that he's just sort of, you know, the one to completely take the piss out of you. And, and just, uh, Lady Elena is just, just basically putting the Sand Snakes in their place, which was the, as far as I could tell, the, the admission of, yeah, we fucked that storyline up royally. Um, and, and Braun is just, you know, it's, it, we, people talk about Tyrion and didn't have a lot to do. It's just, he was stuck with two characters who were not very chatty. And that's true to the characters. And they made some humor or tried to make some humor out of the fact that here you have him being completely mismatched with these two relatively silent personages. He really needs a person to play off of. He needs Varys. He needs Braun to, you know, I'd be curious to see how he would do with Littlefinger. Um, but yeah, if Tyrion doesn't have anything to work off of, he's not nearly as much of a fun character. Well, that, yeah, I, I see your point. I mean, I, I still thought he was pretty good with Jorah Mormont, even though I see your point where, you know, here's a quiet, brooding guy versus a wise-ass, and it didn't necessarily work as well as, say, uh, Braun and him. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, some of, you could argue that some of the best scenes or what made Tyrion a great character early had nothing to do with Tyrion even though he was good, but because of who he was paired with. Right. Because, yeah, because Braun and him, were, that was a great one, too, for the first few seasons there. Um, even better than um, Varys, by far, in my opinion. And Varys and him are pretty good, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's, 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 that's good. Oh, and, and never mind him. He was also good when he was with the, the council, too, because they played all straight people. And then he would be the wise ass, so that worked. Um, what else? What else? Uh, well, let me ask because this is going to I'm going to steal from the Game of Thrones after show. Um, who do you think is the winner for the season? Oh, it's got to be Cersei, doesn't it? At least for now. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, this moment a, in time. Yeah, that's not a bad choice. Um, I mean, things might get hairy pretty soon for her, but right now she's on the Iron Throne. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's only. There's only a handful uh, that you can argue, right? I mean, it, it was Cersei's, Daenerys, and maybe the 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 Snow slash Sansa combo, and that's that's about it. Um, because everybody else is either took a step back, or, or got blown or, up. yeah, or got blown up. Um, so it's one of those three, and I'm thinking Cersei's won't be there long because. Not because she's gonna be stupid or anything like that, but more likely because a show or a tale like this wouldn't, you would think, wouldn't allow a character like that to win at all by the end of the series. So, well, there's also just, the fact the entire goddamn world is out <laughs> King's Landing right now. <laughs> well, yeah, and therefore you could argue that maybe she's not the real winner if she's now has too many enemies. We're talking about season six. That hasn't happened yet. Right now, she just got coronated. Season oh, you seven, you mean? No, no we're talking it, about season six. She got it in season six. She got coronated on season six. Oh, I thought you said okay. Never mind. Yeah, I think see see. I, I the reason I can't Cersei too. I can't quite give it to her for for Cersei right now is that she she basically lost two of her three children this season. I know that Marcella died. I think it was Marcella mm-hmm. died last season, but she didn't know until the start of this season. Right. Uh, okay. All right. So, um, yeah, it's it's. I don't. It, and, and she may have lost Jamie at the end. It's a possibility. Oh, I think it's a very likely possibility. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So while while she does have a victory of her own, you compare that to uh, to the others. Jon Snow came back from dead. All right, that that's a pretty big comeback. Um, and he really didn't lose much. Well, he lost his brother. So I really I would have to go with Daenerys as the big winner for this season, simply because what she lost Dario, and who gives a shit about Dario? <laughs> well, she didn't. She didn't even lose him. That was by choice. I mean, losing him would be if he died or he she he betrayed her. But he well, didn't. she did sort of a well, yeah, the the Bogart thing of I've got to let you go for the right. future of the realm, and you know, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it really. Was, yeah. We all know she was thinking Yara's kind of hot. Yeah, yeah, she's got a shot. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you could bring up Yara was a winner for this season. Um, I think yeah. you actually you obviously have both Sansa and um, John Snow and John Snow. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I could. I could agree with with you, Mike. I mean, to be honest, Daenerys lost as the least out of everybody that made it to the top. And and even Arya, while she did get a little belly stab, she came out of it okay, more okay than she probably should have. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, that, and, that, that, that that was a Prometheus moment. Yeah, and she she made it, it back. A flesh she, wound. She got to cross somebody off of her list. Yeah. Um, you know, she, she completed her training. She, she got her eyesight back. Remember, she started out as a blind beggar. That's a pretty big win, actually. I got to give you that. I mean, it's not I went sitting on the Iron Throne bag, but it's a win. Um, yeah, so. You know, there's a few possibilities. What, what did they say on the show, the after show? Well, they do it episode by episode, who was the big winner for the episode, yeah. and I'm pretty sure they went with Cersei for the final episode. Yeah. I don't think they did one for the season. Right. Um, all right, so let's flip that around. Who's the biggest loser of the season? I, 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 there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Who's the there biggest? are a lot of them. Who's the biggest loser? Uh, I would say Walder Frey. Yeah, that's a good one, because he thought... He was untouchable, where he was too insignificant that people wouldn't bother him, and too powerful that people wouldn't bother him, and that all backfired 180. So that's a he good lost one. the uh, castle, got insulted by Jamie, ate his sons, and then got his throat slashed. That's a, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was I was uh, I was thinking of one or three people. Um, I mean, again, there's a lot of them, but I, I, I'm going to have to say, um, Ross Bolton, because he was murdered by his own son, and he didn't even expect it, and he was doing pretty damn good up until uh, the biggest betrayal any human being could ever have, which is patricide. <laughs> oh, I think that's what it's called. So I'm going to go with him because no matter how much of a scumbag he was, no one deserved to be taken out that way, especially since um, who would have expected something like that? Uh, I guess he didn't even know his own son well enough. He, just as Baelish didn't. Here's the thing, though. Given who his son is and that he knows his son better than anybody else, he really should have seen it coming. Yeah, you're right. He should have. And... He didn't prepare himself appropriately, and he didn't have bodyguards and all these other things. And yeah, so but either way, I'm going to say him just for the fact that how he died and how perfect his situation was before he died. 
because it looked like he had solidified uh, pretty good or almost entire North at that point. And then it all ended because of being snuffed out. Uh, Mike, Mike. Yeah, I'm thinking I got to go. Actually, I'll go with the, as a group house Martell and specifically now lady Olena, um, because she lost that, that house is dead now, right? The, right. It's not as dead as the Bolton house. (laughs) Oh no. Well, just about. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's, she doesn't have long left. Yeah, about to kick out any heirs. <laughs> yeah, she's. I'm going on a limb and saying that uh, that that the fruit has withered on that vine. Um, <laughs> so all she has really left is vengeance. But she had her two beautiful grandchildren. Admittedly, one was a Ponce, <laughs> but st- but it was a Ponce who was who was supposed to take over, um, oh. take over the the Martell family. Her granddaughter was queen. Yep. And her grandson-in-law was the king. And don't she forget was, her son. Her son. And, and, and her son, who was... Mace. Just, well, he was there. And yeah, and she lost them all in one stroke. And saw you know, the queen bitch take her place. And now all she really has left, she doesn't have a future. She just has to make sure that the Lannisters don't have any more of a future than the Martells do. You know, that... that I'm thinking that that's pretty pretty bitter taste. She's she's not quite as gone, you're right, as the Boltons, but she also was at a much higher station. Had a lot more to lose. Yeah, and uh, well, and that's the thing is that in theory, um, like the Lannisters, in theory, have cousins, and I would assume the Martells would too. And I, we all know that the Freys have hundreds of daughters, but. But the Boltons have nobody. They're all dead. Everybody. So, I don't know. That's why I'm choosing the Boltons. So, or at least Ross, specifically. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of them. I mean, Jorah Mormont. Not Jorah Mormont. I keep on saying his name. Alistair Thorne. Hell, actually, Jorah Mormont. The guy's about to turn to a stone. Yeah, but that that, that happened to him last season. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, it did. Yeah. yeah. But Alistair Thorne, the guy got hung because he was trying to Prevent the wildlings from coming to the other side of the wall. No else was hung. Tormund Giant Spain. <laughs> we don't know that, uh, uh, do we? Oh, that's apparently in the books. That's something he's constantly bragging about. Uh, so he's like um, that. Uh, um, he's all, he's all the man that Brienne could need. Yeah, that Brienne. Yeah, what, well, what's Brienne's partner there in crime? Here, what's the what guy's name? Pod- Podrick. Podrick. Yeah, yeah, because he's supposedly <laughs> with the magic cock. Yeah, um, yeah. Right, so that's that's those are some good points. Uh, yeah, so there was a lot of losers this year. That's for sure. Oh, how about Melisandre? Yeah, yeah. She's now uh, she, she. You know what is she's well, kung, she's kung fu. She's traveling the world. I don't know if I'd put her at the bottom of the list of losers because she had Not a pretty big win at the beginning of the season, bringing John back to life. But yeah, even that, she doesn't take credit for. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. No, well, she's she's now the wandering Hulk. She, she's got the spinoff coming. But you're that is a good one though because yeah that was that was a shock because I had I thought they weren't going to go there and and we would just you know Davos would just never know and also I didn't think Jon Snow 
would do what he did because I thought he would have said, you know what, what's more important at this point besides um, a term in jail or whatever is is to win the fucking war. So I'm pardoning her, and he didn't do that either. So yeah, that that was a, a big loss, even if if uh, it. She's still alive compared to some of these other people who are dead. Well, I think Davos kind of knew already because he tried to ask at one point. um, And Brienne kind of interrupted the conversation because he asked Melisandre what happened to to Stannis. Uh, And I think he was trying to get her to tell him the whole story. And Brienne cut in with, I chopped his head off. Um, So, yeah, I'm pretty sure he knew even before he knew for sure. Yeah, he just needed the verification, I guess. And, And well, he knew she was dead. He didn't know how. Right. And, and that's, that's such a huge difference because that was probably the worst death last season of, you know, just hearing her scream and, you know, crying for her mommy. Uh, Which is why and, that anybody likes Stannis as a sociopath. Yeah, well. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that was, that was a tough one. But let me, okay, let me ask, winner or loser, Littlefinger? Oh. Um, um, it's a, you know what, for his game plan, he's a loser, but for where he technically is, besides Sansa not trusting him and, and whatnot, I think he's a winner because he's completely, uh, part of the inner circle of John. He's still on the winning side or, or at least what I, I hope is the winning side. He will be an important figure in this cabinet, no matter how they make it up. Uh, he's the type of guy that would become someone of importance. And honestly, I'm still thinking there's a chance that he's Sansa in season seven may turn on Jon Snow because she's thinking, you know, you know, the, the, the little things that what's his face kept on saying to her, even though we don't know where that story is going. I still think there's a chance that he's still in the game if Sansa turns on Snow and says, I'm the queen, not not you, the king. Well, I'll I'll never count Littlefinger out, but uh, I don't really think that's where it's going either. But was he a winner or a loser, Eric? For this uh, season? For, for, for this season, uh, I'll go loser. But like I, I, think I said, for, I'm, not, I'm not counting him out. I think to all outside appearances, he's a winner. Yeah, because that's what I mean. That's what I mean. To outside appearances, but I think what matters to him right, is Sansa, I mean. and and so he lost Sansa. I think, I think he, he he made a mistake in revealing his hand to Sansa, and I think in the end that's going to cost him. I mean, if nothing else, he he's a loser for. Uh, that's a nice picture. <laughs> that was brutal. When Sansa said that to him, yeah, he totally yeah. got friend zoned. Well, I'm, I'm thinking that <coughs> all in all, in all, I think he's going <coughs> he, to be a, a loser because, like Cersei's, no matter how great these these characters may be, they're not the type of characters that any tale, never mind fairy tales, never mind sh- stories like this, would win. So to have him be a winner by the end of the season. I mean, series would be a little uh, really out there and original and gutsy. But for this year, I think it's exactly what you said, Mike, which is appearance-wise, he's a huge winner. But to him personally, uh, he he thinks he's he's took a step backwards. 
So I think we're we're on that page, Mike. Um, All right. Let's see what else. Who's well? Okay, I, I know what I know what one answer is going to be, and it's part. We saw a lot of people come back this season. Who was the best return? Uh, I'm going to go with the Hound. It yeah. was uh, it was awesome. Like his not not only was it awesome to see him come back, but they did a cold open, uh, and, and his entrance just carrying a tree by himself was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be my choice too. But um, we kind of agreed offline that if someone picked our first choice, we would go to our second. So I'll go with my second choice, which was um, Walter Frey, because uh, David Bradley is just freaking eats the screen up when he's on screen um his line his monologue to his sons was arguably in my opinion anyway one of the most funniest and greatest monologues in the six seasons of the show um and uh he plays the character so erratic where one moment he's a guy that's hilarious and the next moment he's a guy that's kind of gross and um so to just have that character back on screen interested me. Um, and so that even though he's gone now, to see him after missing him for a few seasons was, was, was good because I, I enjoyed the, his performance, David Bradley's performance. Mike? Yeah, I'm, um, who would be the big return? I'm guessing, yeah, I got to go. I, I just, the Hound has to be the, the pick. Um, unless you want to go with Jon Snow, but we all kind of knew Jon Snow was coming back, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, and it was it was nice to see the the dragons get back into play, but yeah, I think I think the Hound's the big one, and Walder Frey was nice as a cameo. Yep. Yeah, that's true. It was really a cameo. It was a two two, two or three scenes, and that was it. Yeah, three scenes. That was all we had this year. Yeah. Uh, but if you couldn't choose the Hound and Frey, since me and Eric already brought those names up, who would it be? Would it have been someone like Bran? Would it have been oh Hoda? Uh, well, Hoda. yeah, probably. I'm going to say because of the way he he went out. I'm oh, you know what? Screw that, Ned Stark. Uh, <laughs> oh, what about? Well, speaking of Starks, what about Benjamin Stark? Ah, screw Benjamin. Yeah, ben, Benjamin was there, but he was like, "All right, I saved you. Well, I got to ride off now, and this little girl here is going to drag your ass all through the snow." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah. get some frost up your bum. I don't know if you can still feel down there. Yeah, I got, I gotta go. I'm taking a horse with me. Um, no, I'm not gonna bring you any closer to the wall. It's about a mile away. Yeah, just crawl. <laughs> just, just drag them and you know, drag them over. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, the hound was 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 arguably the best. I mean, obviously, I thought it would be. Um, Stannis, you know, but again, I guess they're pushing it back to season seven. But um, <laughs> you're fucking insane. <laughs> uh, um, but but the Hound by far was great. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Um, now, uh, and, and one of the, well, the nice thing about the Hound is that these were characters that we had um, with. Well, like we knew that that Bran was still there. We knew that. Hodor was still there. We knew that Walter Frey was still there. Right. It's just, but a lot of people were convinced that the Hound was dead. Right. And I don't think they can go to that well too many times, <clears throat> Stannis Baratheon. But 
you know, the idea that we finally got somebody who came back was nice. Uh, and and especially true. when it's when it's the hound that that so it wasn't just that he came back that it was he he didn't die right or, or not right. really so right. he he was a very pleasant surprise yeah absolutely absolutely um, and it was an awesome um, how they brought him back too um, the, like the pre credit sequence um, they had a, the great Ian McShane. In the in the scene, and suddenly the hound turns around, and we see it's him, and, and it's like it was just like hell yeah, that was awesome. Um, now, what what character do you think? Uh, what was your favorite character for the year? In their story and everything. Um, for, let me start to, to give you an example of what I mean. Um, for me, the character, I, you know, I, I mean, I like Santa, and I like you know, uh, the hound and whatever, but the character that I enjoyed probably the most on screen, every moment he was on screen. And, and obviously it's a male because I said he, um, was Jamie. I thought Jamie was awesome this season. I loved how the, all the the scenes when he left King's landing was was just incredible. Um, I liked his scene when he was about to take out the, the sparrow and then had to back down. I mean, I, I don't know. I just something about his character uh, made me think that his character has grown and will play a very important part next season and all the way to the end, and not just be this interesting peripheral character who's sometimes really cool and sometimes, uh, you know, the person everybody snickers behind his back. So, I would say Jamie Lannister. Um. Mm. Well, yeah, Eric. What about you? Um. Man, uh, as far as consistency of enjoyment of when they were on screen, man, that's that's tough. Um, I'll 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 actually go with Ramsey. Uh, I'll go with Ramsey Bolton because uh, although he's a scumbag, and I'm glad he got his comeuppance. Um. Uh, he was he was consistently evil when he was on screen. He delivered what we were expecting from him. Um, so I'll go with Ramsey. Mike, um, as far as the best story arc all season, um, you know, it's a, it, 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 well, he didn't last the whole season. But I thought just in the one episode he really got, I'll, I'll go back to Hodor. Because he ended up, we got his whole arc in a very small bit. And I thought that was really well done. Um, you know, that we got to see him, how he became Hodor, sacrifice his life to save Bran, and just getting his whole backstory, even if it was in the condensed 15 minutes at the end of the episode, was, I thought, pretty powerful and, and worked. But, um, Worked for me, but otherwise, I think I'm surprised you didn't take this one, Phil, which which I would have expected. Uh, in terms of the long arc of the season, um, I kind of thought you would have gone with Sansa. Well, uh, you know why I didn't is because she she fucked up too many times. Uh, well, like Eric, yeah, Eric, right. Eric made some good points about about her character and how she kind of screwed up here and there and. And as a result, even though it was great to see her move up in the power structure and and um, become um, 
the, you know, the team Santa that, that she is, she took some step backs on the way and still, I think even by the end of the season took a step back because she gave the, the power to her brother when she had as much claim as, as Jon Snow. And, and if it was the smart move, that's probably fair, but. Well, did but, she, did she give the, I mean, how much did she give back? And remember there's that, the, the riddle from season two where, you know, who has the power? And the answer to that was the power lies with whom yeah. the people believe it does. And the people were, were believing Jon Snow. Now she may not be happy with it. And there's some debate over how unhappy she is with that. Um, but certainly she's in a position where she can't exactly step up and go, but I'm the real Stark. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing though, if she did, I don't even see, see like Phil's trying to set up this whole betrayal of John by Sansa. Uh, well, I, a lot of I, people are. Well, I don't think it's going to be seen by John as a betrayal. Because he didn't fucking want it in the first place. When they were talking right. outside, uh, he was like, I'm not a Stark. And she was like, well, to me you are. And he's like, yeah, well, not really. Uh, so I, I think if she were to say, but, well, I'm the rightful heir to Winterfell, he'd be like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> genetically, though, he is a Stark. Because, well, he doesn't know that yet. And yeah, well, well, he, well, he thinks his father's Ned, right? So technically, in his eyes, he's half Stark, even if it's a different Stark. That's actually the reason he's half. But he technically is, blood-wise, a Stark. Yeah, but also, I mean, if you if you want to really, I mean, split hairs, in terms of the lineage, he's not Ned Stark's son. He's Lyanna, and Lyanna wasn't in the line of succession. So... Yeah, now, now, it does put him in line for the throne because of who his father is. But you know what? We keep on saying father. If this was, That's politically incorrect. His no, true father was Ned Stark. That's the man that well, brought him up as a child, adopted him as his own. It doesn't matter by Westeros rules. Right. Unfortunately, they, they have our, yeah, it's... Steve Jobs was adopted by two great people, and those were his real parents, not the people. That and, and I absolutely it's, agree it's that John. We're talking about. I, I absolutely agree, but when it comes to uh, it, when talking about family, but when we're talking about uh, inheritance rights, it does tend to go more towards Sansa once the truth gets found out. If it gets found out, I don't know exactly how uh, having visions in trees plays in court. <laughs> But no, I, there were these. I, there Your was Honor, this tree. I know for a fact. The tree told me. <laughs> why? Why? Yes, I, I do vote libertarian. Why do you ask? It's uh, oh, <laughs> oh boy. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think visions and uh, you know are, are going to yeah. work in court. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so there. Yeah, it's not not perfect, but yeah, and sort of like the same reason that Gendry, you can make the argument. Uh, is really the one who should be inheriting the Iron Throne. That's true. Uh, that's that team Gentry. That's a good point, Mike. So, uh, yeah, it's see, but I actually like the fact that Sansa screwed up, and that's because because it would be too easy. Like, and people have pointed out, like Sansa, not Sansa. Shit. Um, Daenerys always has that great moment, and there's some awesome moments. You know, but some things sometimes seem to come a little easily to her. Oh, my God, it's terrible. And <laughs> I don't think it's that bad because she has made mistakes. 
but I think with Sansa, it would have been oh. so easy to have her come up with like the grand plan. And I mentioned this before. You know, it's not like she knew. Oh well, the secret is that you have to tickle Ramsay behind his left earlobe, and then it'll give you everything you want. You know, it wasn't like there was some. T- it was what's your plan? Okay, fine. We'll listen to you. What's your plan? Uh, don't trust him. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we we never would have got that one. <laughs> um, you know, so yeah, she, the fact that she did screw up. Now there is the there are two types of screw ups. There's the fact that she screwed up because of who her character is, and then there is the how she screwed up because of what was necessary for dramatic purposes. Right, right, and that, that's that's the reason why I didn't choose her was not for yeah. the purpose ones, but the ones for that were made for the dramatic purposes, and it was like, you know, roll your eye type stuff. Like, like what, there was no reason she didn't tell Jon Snow about our our the our what were they called the air, the, 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 the yeah the, the air, veil yeah, the, the, air the veil. veil yeah one right. one's blood is on her hands right, and well there were there were ways to get around that uh, right. if they wanted to, and for some reason they opted not to. Right, right, and so that that was one thing that was uh, disconcerting about that storyline that didn't make it better than say Jamie's storyline, at least for me. Um, now, what, what, let me ask you this: um, What's your guys' opinion of uh, the new rumor out there that uh, a uh, tsunami is supposed to kill Daenerys and everybody on the boats, and then Sansa just takes the throne? I'm just kidding. That's just making that up. Um, I was going to say, where did you hear that? <laughs> the same place you heard that Stannis was coming back. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> um, on a serious note, uh, what scene or, or moment this season uh, left the biggest impression? Uh, so, for example, here's a, this one won't be chosen by anybody, but you know, uh, seeing Ollie being hanged for example that was like holy smokes i didn't see that one coming or or something like that what or about time (laughs) 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 well you know uh so um eric what what was the scene that that uh did it for you uh and if you well you know it's yeah go on it's it's obvious but it's it's got to be the first the first 20 minutes of the last episode uh Oh, the whole thing! Yeah, it's just, it's uh, just, uh, uh, it's just some of the strongest television I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, there was three, uh, at least three in that that twenty minutes would be the Nukem, obviously. It was probably right. one. Number two was probably Tommen suiciding, mm-hmm. and then number number three was Cersei's monologue. With with uh, the bring out your dead woman there, right? what the hell's her name? Uh, the the <laughs> Septa, nun, the nun, the Septa, yeah, yeah, the Septa. That, I mean, those three were like, like wow. So I, I was going to say Newcomb, but if you chose Newcomb, then I was going to say King Tommen. But since you said the whole twenty minutes, I got to think of something else now. Um, <laughs> okay, I, tell you what, I'll give it all back to you to choose from, and I'll choose a different episode. How's that? No, no, that's right, that's right. I, I'll, I'll I'll say this. I'll say. Um, uh, well, I'm sounding like I'm going to repeat myself, but uh, Ross Bolton getting it. I was like, holy shit! I didn't. Sit, I should have saw it coming because it was so obvious that he was planning to, you know, try to take over uh, House Bolton. But I, I just, it, it still like shocked the hell out of me. I was like, holy shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. I, All I, right. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just, wow. Uh, what about you, Mike? Uh, really, the the scenes that I found most shocking. Um, well, there was the death of Hodor. Didn't see that coming. Uh, until like it was very obvious that it was coming, but there was just sort of, and you couldn't stop it. And I was it was so compelling about it. We we all saw the um, King's Landing, the Nukem. So that was a fascinating, beautiful scene to watch. Um, but it didn't shock me because I knew it was coming. But Tommen killing himself because I figured Cersei was going to try to save her son, and I figured she was going to screw it up somehow. Uh, that he would just end up killing himself. It was not something I, I expected. Uh, and, and really the Arya killing Walder Frey because I didn't know that it was, that it was Arya until like the last second, you know, right before she pulled her face off. Because I, I really wasn't expecting her, even using the magic little finger transport system, uh, <laughs> I wasn't, ex- I wasn't expecting her to get back to to the twins so fast as far as i could tell we really don't know because her storyline has been so separated from everybody else we don't know what the real timeline was right and where she was in terms of the passage of time but um so and that that really just shocked the hell out of me um and if you go back there's little things like um in that scene where braun makes the comment about the one waitress who can't take her eyes off of Jamie, which of course we now know is Arya. And how Walder Frey says something about, you know, what about the Starks? Do you see any of them here? And they do they cut over to Arya. <laughs> so you know, there were there were little bits that on rewatch you can pick up. That was nice. But anyway, so yeah, those were the, the for me, even though yes, King's Landing was a big thing, uh pulling up King's Landing was a big thing and certainly the whole battle of um, of Winterfell was was huge. Um, those were the ones that really kind of kind of got to me. Uh, the, for me, the the the, the kick ass moment and Phil's not going to like this was Daenerys setting the uh, the cows on fire. I just really enjoyed that, but that I awesome. tend to like I like to watch Danny set people on fire. Oh that, no that that was that was a damn good scene. Um uh the the thing that we were debating was how they had her free herself where it had nothing to do with the men and and all that but um my my thing about that scene was it was not only a kick ass but we got to see her boobs again. That was pretty good. And, and let me get, and let's say let's give let's give small little props. He did it in his own way. It wasn't heroic, but it was a baby step for him. Was Sam taking daddy's sword? He did it behind his back. He ran out in the middle of the night. It was very passive aggressive. But it, <laughs> yeah, it was. But <laughs> but, but it, it, for him, it was a courageous act. It was it was it would have been cowardly if Jon Snow had done it that way. It would have been cowardly if Jamie Lannister had done it that way. But this is about as courageous. Excuse me. This is about as courageous as Sam gets. Call me and it was a dinner table. I'll take your sword. <laughs> it was it was a big step for him. You know, he's not a he's not a stand up kind of guy. He's not a you know get in your face and put up your dukes. He's more of a you know I'll I'll spit in your coffee because you pissed me because you didn't give me a good tip sort of guy. You know, it's um, I got to give him credit. Uh, 
Um, now, uh, the storyline that or scene or whatever that sucked the most um, for you guys, uh, for me, uh, and Eric will appreciate it, was anything to do with any great joy, whether it was your side or, your, uh, your, or Uranus's side, because they, they, they were all there just for convenience. It was like, all right, we need ships now, so let's uh, bring Theon. Great joys, they have ships. Yeah. And and we need another antagonist, an evil person for next season. So let's bring a Greyjoy that we never saw ever, and he suddenly just appears. So it was just the whole Greyjoy story was like, oh good lord, and it's just terrible. It's I just couldn't stand it. But that was just me. I uh, like Yara. Uh, I like Yara a lot. Well, I, I I can yeah. I mean, you can like a character, but it's like well, but it's but it's but she's part of that story, and so I like yeah, the I fact that say, he's I, like, I'm I declare myself king, and she's like, fuck you, I've got the men in the ships. Yeah, Fuck but God. Mike, it's Mike, it's like like leprosy. You know, you you you, you touch that storyline, and you get you get it. You know, and, and no, so I think it's out of that. No, I think I think it's you yeah, know no disrespect for people. No, lepers, I think Yara, Yara I mean, touches. I think Yara touches the storyline, and it smells like rainbows. Oh, uh, I don't I know what say Yara. that I that I like Yara, and I, I think it's unfortunate she's a Greyjoy. And and I liked and I liked Reese's storyline. Uh, not Reese. Reese. Does he have peanut butter cups? Theon. <laughs> oh. I like. I like the, I like Theon's story. I like the just as a character to 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 see if you watch his arc over the over the four or five, uh, over the six seasons. I kind of liked where he is now, um, and, and you know even though he's he's obviously missing some bits, has probably contributed to that. But yeah, I didn't see. I didn't mind that one. What was the, what was the? All right, it's 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 you know. We'll although you said the worst we'll, scene, we'll agree right? to di- we'll agree to disagree. But uh, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So worst uh, yours. Yeah, we're seen. Okay. We're seen. Um Because it was pointless, um The Great Joy story? No, the <laughs> oh, okay. the whole thing with with Arya getting getting stabbed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was And pretty... they really could have gone from the and, episode and ending the episode a, where she what, blew the me, candle out. A new me replaced. And then blow, have a show this scene where she blows the candle out. We go to the next episode, and it's and instead of having all that shit with Lady, um, whatever her name is, uh, which I understand it was nice for the Lady actress, Stork. Uh, R- Randy Stork, <laughs> Lady Crane, yeah. right? And, and it was nice. To, it was nice for the actress, and it was a good scene for the actress. And I think it was a good scene for Maisie as as an actress. Nice little thing, but really they could have simply had her on the bridge looking out over the water see the wave do the running thing have her kill the wave you know they said you know and this is not the, the first time that they've tried to back out of something they did on 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 the show that she wasn't supposed to have been stabbed as bad as it looked like she got stabbed Whatever. which is sort of which, oh which sort it, of it which to me bad. is like going yeah. back to season season four or season five where it was like well we didn't season four well we didn't mean to have jamie we didn't want it to look like he was raping Cersei, even though it looked like he was raping Cersei. <laughs> or it's going like, back to season one saying, oh, well, we didn't mean for Ned's head to come all the way off. <laughs> well, no, that they did intend. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, uh, it, it just, it, it was, that was pointless. And of course, the other one we mentioned was the, the episode where Danny had the, Danny had the one scene of where she, 
climbed up on the dragon and did nothing else. And it was like, why? Oh, uh, that was that seems no like, point. Yeah. yeah, that was pointless. Yeah. Uh, what, what's yours, Eric? Uh, well, you just named a couple of them. Uh, <laughs> I thought you went through oh, them Eric, all. Eric, Eric, the Greyjoys? Uh, well, the Greyjoys, but what scene, no. Uh, if I had to choose one to yank out of there as the most worthless, it'd probably be when they stopped at the brothel. Uh, that, that scene was simply filler. It was pretty useless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about Tyrion's two scenes? Oh God, the joke scene. Yes. I changed my answer to the fucking joke scene. That was awful. There you go. That was painful because Tyrion's better than that. Yeah. Yeah. That was stupid. Another topic because we we did I didn't write a bunch of topics. Well, okay, I, I, let's I just talk my, predictions for next year. That's my yeah, job I, to write it, those. Yeah, there's, there's two two predictions I want to know for next year. Okay. Uh, well, well, want to know for next year or beyond? Topic number one: Who has the honor, if anyone, of killing Cersei? I got that. I got that too. You want to know my answer? Yeah, sure. I have a feeling we all have the same answer. Uh, it's going to be Jamie. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, especially because of the book thing, right? Uh-huh. I think, uh, I think that uh, Jamie is, uh, like, because the reason he killed the king is because he was about to do what Cersei actually did um, and blow up a shit ton of people who did nothing wrong. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it might, uh, I think it would be great if there's a scene where Danny shows up to King's Landing and walks into the throne room, and uh, just like Ned did, finds Jamie sitting on the throne with Cersei dead at his feet, and goes, "Here you go, <laughs> there's your throne back." <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I, I was going to say, uh, and I, I've said it numerous times, is is Arya, and the only reason I say that is because Arya keeps on having her on her list, and the whole two season arc of her doing wash on, wax on, or whatever the hell it's called. I can only see that as her taking out the most important character on her her list, and that would be Cersei's. Because otherwise, what the hell was two years of crap for when she could have just been hiding in the bushes to kill Walter Frey and and the Kingsguard guy? There was none of this face crap unless it was to kill out and kill an important character. So I'm going to say only because otherwise, it, I don't see any point of Arya Stark at all in this show unless she kills Cersei. So that's that's who I'm guessing. But Eric, you may have convinced me otherwise and made me now think that Arya has no purpose at all. So. <laughs> she has a purpose. She's freaking awesome. You've never um, been on board with Arya. You always hated her, Phil. She, that's because she didn't like Sansa and you have to I had to, you have to choose one other. Uh, yeah, but Sansa was a whiny bitch. No, she no, was. I, she I was, was completely useless up until no. last season. No, sir. She was always good looking. But that. Oh my god. There you go. That's it. That's what it comes down to. He was. She was more attractive. So I know this is matter. an audio podcast, and you can't see me, but I literally just threw my hands up in the air. <laughs> so it doesn't matter that she was supporting evil Justin Bieber. That she was fine. Really? She didn't really. She. She. Really? No, she did. Right, they, where, they, where they basically put put Arya's wolf on trial, and she pushed her under the bus, and she got her own wolf killed because you didn't want to lose the cute boy who was evil. It's just they're just stupid kids. We know that. I mean, you work you work with them every day, Mike. Stupid. Uh, yeah, kids. I know uh, that. And when they do shit like that, it's annoying. I don't care what excuse they have. 
Well, you know, we were all stupid kids once. Uh, some of us grew into stupid adults. <laughs> no, but, uh, uh, are you applying something, Eric? Because I think uh, well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I just made a statement. Yeah, I okay, know. I didn't well, like that. Well, all right, I'm going to go now. I'm in my heart. I've mentioned this in an earlier episode, so I I tend to agree with with. But you guys, my number one choice is Jamie, and number two choice is Arya. But you already picked them, so let let me go. For those who aren't book readers, there is part of the prophecy that I don't think they hit in um, when they did the prophecy at the start of season. Was it season five? I think so. Yeah. Just, think, uh, yeah. Was so yeah, there was a yeah. prophecy that she's going to be killed by the little brother, which she has taken, I guess, to assume Tyrion. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Jamie was born after her, so some people said, "Well, that that makes him the little brother," and that's true. Uh, and so again, I could buy either one of those, and I do tend to lean in uh, in Jamie's direction. Uh, but there is another little brother, right? Uh, and his, the big brother is right now Cersei's bodyguard. Right. So Wait, what about what? that? What about the, what about the Hound? Uh, I, I, I won't discount that the Hound might kill Cersei, but I'm having trouble with the little brother thing you're trying to put out there. Well, because he's because he's the, he's the mountain's little brother. Oh, I. Hmm, oh, I okay. see what you're saying. You're saying I don't a have little... clear enough understanding of the book prophecy to understand whether it specifies her little brother or not. I, 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 my understanding is it just says the little brother. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to throw something out there as a possibility. Okay. I mean, and actually, you could argue Jon Snow was the little brother, right? Wasn't he? He yeah. was the younger brother to, to to Rob Stark. Yeah. Although he, although he was also the big brother to Bran and. Uh, uh, Bran, Bran's the little brother. Bran's See, a little, if you don't make it her little brother, you open up a world of possibilities. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing about prophecies: is the more vague you make them, the easier it is to fulfill them. True. <laughs> I mean, may, maybe it's just maybe it's a, a short monk. Uh, we don't we don't know. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it, it could be Tyrion. I mean, Tyrion. If if Daenerys storms the city and somehow somehow gets in the city, and assuming that Tyrion doesn't consider Daenerys evil at that point, for because who knows what she'll do. Uh, he could f- have Cersei's, you know, one on one in one of those high tower rooms and throw her out the window. So who knows? All right. Here's how about Here, here's a question? Yeah. Uh, what do you think will happen if Tyrion and Jamie should meet again? Um, I... Jamie let him out, but then he went ahead and killed their father, and I'm pretty sure that that was not Jamie's plan. You know what? No, I think that's a fair point. Uh, I, this is an excellent question, Eric, because originally I was going to say he, nothing, that Jamie would be on board because Jamie, at this point, looks like he's bailing, you know, taking uh, his hitch off the Cersei's wagon. So I could see him actually on his side, Tyrion's side, but... Even though his father was a prick to Jamie at points, I still think he liked his or loved his father. So right. I could see him never forgiving Tyrion for the fact that he killed his father. Right. So I, I think he may come to the point and this is this is this is, could be just wishful thinking on my part. I, I think he's at the point now where we go, you know what? We have a very fucked up family. <laughs> 
And I, you know, just just fuck it. Um, I'm done. I, I'm gonna try I, yeah, to be a I'm done. Person. <laughs> and it's really hard. It's really. I mean, he's and he's lost. Even if he still loves his father, who was an awesome character, but still an asshole. Um, he's got to see that that a lot of the problems with the family stem from who his father is. But he's also lost. He's lost his father. He's lost his mother. He's lost his children. And all he really has left is is Cersei and and Tyrion. Uh-huh. And we already have an idea as to what's going to happen to, to Cersei. You know, we all kind of mentioned that possibility. Right. So I don't know that he would have it in the heart to kill the last member of his line. Well, th- this is where this is something that I've mentioned, and obviously this is this is way to the point of assumptions. But if he joins Team Sansa, because I have that connection, he has that connection with Brienne, and now that this he has nothing to do with King's Landing in a sense, you could say I could see him saying, "All right, where am I going to go?" And I could see him joining Team Sansa because of the Brienne connection. When Jon Snow. And his army head down to King's Landing to take out Daenerys, because at this point Daenerys will probably have taken over the city, and Cersei's will be gone anyway. So I could see then Jamie and Snow and all them just taking out everybody, including Tyrion and Daenerys, because they are the foreign invaders. And Tyrion has hooked up with the foreign invaders instead of uh, the. Uh, I disagree. I think what's going to happen is Danny's going to take a rightful place on the throne, uh, and then John's going to send a raven saying, "Hey, zombies!" And she's going to be, "Yo, I got this. Let's go, dragons." Yeah, I think. So I'm still of the opinion. If you look at the cast on the show, um, it's become clear to me that leads A, B, and C are are John, Tyrion, and Danny. And then uh, you know what I, I would like and, to and say, then, and then I would say, but and then I would say Jamie, Cersei, and Sansa are, are like. I don't. I don't consider obviously. Tyrion, I want. I want to add this for the. I guess you could technically say you're right, Mike, but I still don't think Tyrion is A, B, and C for the fact that he's still, even though he's been a main character and appears to be the main character, even though last season he wasn't because of uh, his storyline but he's not going to be on the throne at the end probably so i don't i don't know if he's he would be yeah i don't know i mean he's he's becoming a supporting role rather than a lead role because of that oh yeah but you know how this show goes he could be back in front next year yeah that's a good point yeah especially now that they're out of that terrible place called essos yes i agree one so, thing we all we can all agree on is that Essos is awful. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I, I I didn't I didn't mind it for a season or two, but three was probably pushing it. <laughs> oh boy! And here's the other here's the other reunion I want to see. I want to see the Arya and the, Arya and the Hound meet up again uh, and mm-hmm. see what happens there because right. that that could also go either way. They could either uh, they could hug or they could fight, and you just don't know until it happens. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's a good question. Will they meet again? And they probably will. And now that you brought that up, Eric, that makes me think that, yeah, the Hound could be the person that kills Cersei's, as Mike said, because he wants to kill his brother. And guess where his brother is? 
his brothers with Cersei. So that would mean he would be heading to King's Landing too. So that's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Other than that, uh, well, okay. Let me who's let me get my second question for something specific for next season, presumably or generally in the future. All right. Who? who, I was going to say who's going to be the one to marry Danny. But let's broaden, make it out a little bit broader. What's the next marriage on Game of Thrones? Because we know how well those go. Well, I don't oh. think Danny's going to marry anybody because I'm sticking with my opinion that she's going to go. Oh, good uh, She's going to go ape shit and become crazy like her father, and and Tyrion is going to take her out. So I think Tyrion will take Danny out. So her storyline of who she's going to marry is just the storyline that may never happen. And that's just a guess. Um, and again, the reason I say that is that I'm considering him letting the dragons free in the basement last season was a Chekhov's gun for him to be able to take over the dragons. Yeah, when- but they've introduced the wedding. So you could argue it's Chekhov's wedding now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think it's going to, it's, and it's tricking us, and it's not going to happen. So, um, okay. uh, for weddings, though, marriages. Um, oh, what if Littlefinger tries to marry Danny? Oh, uh, he, he could, uh, because he may decide that, all right, I have he to. He got rejected not, by Sansa. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, who's going to be the next marriage? Oh, Jesus. Uh,. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't I, I, honestly, I don't. I don't think there's going to be any. It's I, not going to be it's until not the very be last episode. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going uh, or Uranus or whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I knew it had something to do with bodily fluids or, or something. You know. Um, yeah. So that ain't going to happen. I, I don't. I don't think there's going to be any until maybe the, when the White Rocker threat is over. So it won't be important to the storyline, Mike. That's my opinion. Eric, uh, I think now that I've thought of that, I really kind of like that uh, Danny and Littlefinger, because um, I can't oh. really. I mean, I mean, I know Littlefinger wants to marry Sansa. I don't really think Sansa's on board with that, though. Eric, um, this, this would agree with my theory because maybe the two evil characters would be Littlefinger and Daenerys goes to the dark side. And then Jon Snow has to take out the evil, uh, the two evil characters. Well, maybe, but it's got to happen in a certain sequence because they got to take care of the White Walkers first. Danny can't go away until the dragons have been used to take care of the White Walkers. Unless Tyrion takes control of the dragons after Daenerys. See, gets killed. I don't, I don't. You, you said that before. I don't think they've they've laid enough groundwork. I don't think that's. I, I, I don't think that's a thing that's going to happen just because she's the mother of dragons. He's not. Mm, yeah, okay. They won't kill him. That doesn't mean they'll listen to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But but then there's, again, what's that book theory that Jon Snow is half fire and half ice, so he will they will magically listen to him, maybe? Or, or Uranus has that horn. <laughs> he, he has the horn. He does have the horn. We forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, there's some theory saying now that, that that horn will bring down the wall. We'll see what happens with that. 
Oh yeah, that's a good question too. So, oh, what about uh, you, Mike? What about you, Mike? Well, I'm, I was thinking about it. I was racking my brain, and I realized, since I ended up changing the question at the last minute, I had an easy answer. I'll go with that one. How about Sam and and, and uh, Gilly? Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, that is the, the there's that, an easy that, one. That, that is an easy will, one. Yeah, that marriage will happen. And and yeah. there will be food poisoning, and half the guests will die. <laughs> And his father won't be invited. Um, <laughs> unless, unless Sam was the one that did the poisoning and it was intended for his father. Or maybe she can, uh, maybe he can hire Arya to do the baking. Oh. Well, hot, hot, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hot pie would have to be the caterer. We know that they'd have to serve chicken at least. Um, yeah. yeah. And, some, and, and of course, I'm sure they would have finger foods. Oh, man. Uh, get it, Phil? Finger foods? Trying to think of this. Finger foods. Remember what he saw when he looked at the pie? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 was, I was thinking more Ramsey with the sausage. <laughs> no, that wasn't a finger. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that's true. Oh, oh shit, that's terrible. All right, so let me. How about this? Get, get, I don't know if you want a number. Do I give predictions for next season? Uh, yeah, I already sure. gave one. Like, well, so, so like, do you want to go like two, you know, two or three predictions for next season? And you, you, you've already given one. Yeah, sure. But, but I gave one, which was the um, uh, Tyrion will will uh, take over the dragons because Daenerys is going to go evil. That's that's a prediction for me, anyway. Well, I would say that might even count as two predictions. Yeah, that's true. Because the nearest going evil could be one, and then the second would be Tyrion taking her out and then getting control of the dragons. Mm. Mm. I liked Eric's, which is the the Jamie one, right? That, that was. Yeah, that's that's my prediction. I've already given. What about yeah. you, Mike? Um, I this is going to be a small one. I don't think that you're going to see Arya interact with a Stark until at best the end of the season. Interesting. So I don't think she's going to deal with Sansa or John. She may end up dealing with with the Hound, but I, and I know that that crossover that retur- that's coming up at some point that reunion. Um, and how do you just, know that? That's just an assumption. Yeah, that's my assumption. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of. Yeah. Um, so that's your prediction. That, that's that's one. Um, what about Sansa betraying? I, I think Snow? I think I think the wall's going to come. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I do think the wall's going to come down, and I do think Cersei's not surviving the season. Or if she does, it'll be in chains. And I think that will leave two antagonists for the final season, which of course are going to be the the Night King and Littlefinger. What about Uranus? I, I think he's. I think. You know, he was in two scenes or three scenes this season. I don't think he's a major player. Um, I think he's he's a plot device. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think the issue of the horn because they haven't brought up the horn at all, and that's kind of a kind of late in the game to bring up a you know a device. The horn, for those who don't read the books, the horn is supposed to be something that if you blow the horn, it'll bring down the wall. And right? control dragons too. Oh, didn't know what you do. Yeah, so I, that sounds like it's just way too important and powerful a device to suddenly and magically introduce it in the last thirteen episodes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, 
And people have pointed out that, remember, Bran was able to, uh, by getting grabbed by the Ice King, or Night King, he allowed the Night King to come into the uh, the Three-Eyed Raven, Three-Eyed mm-hmm. Raven's sanctuary. So that allowed them to pass a barrier. So you can make an argument that it, it's going to when Bran Lee goes south of the Wall, it's going to be an open invitation for the Walkers to come south of the Wall. Right. Um, and I think that little finger will, that they'll, they'll depose. I think that they'll, de- they'll end up deposing, uh, Cersei. I don't know who, right? I don't know who's going to be in charge because I don't know, is it going to come from Jamie? Who's the invading army that gets there first? Cause like all guns are now pointed at, at Cersei. Or, 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 it could well, just be, or it could be an assassination, like Arya or, or like Right. Uh, well, yeah. What happens? Yeah. So it, it all depends on the circumstances. And so, I don't know what the circumstances will be there, um, but Mike, yeah. Just, just, just to clarify, this is something that confused me a little bit when uh, they all of a sudden showed Varys on a ship at the end of the episode. Um, but I, it looks like everyone from Dorne is already with Danny's fleet, right? And they're all headed over together. There's not a separate approach. Yeah, right. but where, but where are they going to land? I mean, look, she she landed at Marine, and she didn't leave for three freaking years, right? <laughs> so, I mean, she could end up landing, you know, at some shitty little town. Well, I, mean, I know, where, I know, I know where she, they're going to land. She, gonna they could land, land up, at old. Yeah, they're going to land up at, with, with uh, the Martell House. I mean, the Tyrell House, the Tyrell House, because they're just south of. King's Landing, I think, and, and yeah, but, they're not, but they're not invading the Tyrells. The Tyrells no, no, are part no, of the alliance. No, no, but Lady Biggs is giving them the port. Yeah, but in other words, what's the first town they conquer, and how long do they stay there? Oh, right? I, how, think I think how quickly go, do they move across the continent? I think they, they're going to go straight to King's Landing because they're going to land in Tyrell's house, and then they just head from Tyrell straight to King's Landing. Yep. Resupply yep. and march on. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think it's going to be you know uh, the battle. Of, of of you know Germany or the Battle of Italy where they take you know city by city. I think they're starting right right south of of King's Landing, based off of the fact that the Tyrells have a city literally right there. It's almost like twin cities. You know, it's, it's like Providence to New York City. It's like you know two hour drive or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think we're going to need to see the uh, the Dothraki hordes charging at some point. Or at least yeah, right. puking on the boats. Well, and, gonna, yes, gonna, and, and, gonna, and I don't think King's Landing is the place for that to happen. Why not? Which is which is going to be renamed Tommen's Landing. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> but appropriate. Blat. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I'm still going with that tsunami theory that I read. <laughs> All right, you go with that theory, Phil. <laughs> Let me know that's, how that pans that's out. That's plotting by wishful thinking. <laughs> yes, yes, that's that's exactly right. Um, also, also, we, we're we're still talking about the Night King as as evil. I'm still convinced that they're oh, just God, misunderstood. Honestly, <laughs> I, they have not done anything wrong. Stannis is going to come back together and lead the Night's King, who's misunderstood. Uh, and and, and uh, Hot Pie will make all the food for them. And Sansa will be naked and rule all the universe. That would be pretty good, yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? All I all I have to say 
Is the brand storyline better fucking pay off in a big fucking way? Yeah, we're not even talking about now, it. It's been yeah. a huge waste of my goddamn time, and I'm pissed off about it. He better well, walk into a goddamn dragon. That's well, all let's I have talk to say. about three characters that we haven't really talked about except in passing, uh, and their importance to the whole show and the end game. Uh, the first is Brand. The second is um, Quay Quaylude or whatever the, the you know, Cersei's hand. What's his, that guy's name? Kyburn. 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 Yeah, that's just. I know because we got, you. We've got Yuri. Listen, Quaylude. Oh, because it, it begins with a Q. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Cabe Craburn or whatever his name is. And then uh, the third one would be um, the the Red Witch because she's now now it's like, where is she going? So what, what do you guys think of any of those three characters in their importance? Because you're right. I mean, what the hell is up with Bran unless he's going to change the, the past? That's all I can think of. He's going to have some I, sort of... I don't know. I don't know what his fucking deal is. But it's annoying. What about you, Mike? Uh, Bran, okay, there, there's, there's a story, again, in the books, which we are, we're definitely deviating from the books here, so it may not come to pass, but in the books, there's a tale of, uh, actually, George Martin basically said that there would be three dragons with three riders. And if you remember, they, Tyrion drew up a saddle for Bran way back in season one. And he has the ability to warg into creatures. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I have a feeling he could end up being one of the three dragon riders, along with Danny and probably Jon Snow. But he's more um, important than than just being a dragon rider because he has magic, right? Well, I'm just saying. Well, that might be one of the things that helps him control the damn dragon. Um, that's just a possibility. Um, it could be that now that he's told us who Jon Snow's parents are, that he can die now and we can never see him again. Um, I don't know. Starks have a habit of fucking up badly, so you know his his importance may simply be <laughs> his importance may simply be confined to the fact that he gets to be the one that brings down the wall. That's true. Yeah. Um, you really, but you really believe he was just a plot device to fuck up? Uh, no, probably not. I would certainly hope that's not all there was to him. Right. Right. So, I, um, I guess. So, we, so there's him. So that's him. Who was the other ones you mentioned? Uh, Kyburn. Ky- is just there to kiss Cersei's ass. Um, he's there to be her advisor, and I'm sure he'll he'll be her advisor. I don't. I would like to see Varys take him out with his with his little birds. That wow. would seem to be appropriate to me. Yeah, but um, awesome. I love Kyburn. He's the best. And who is the third one? Um, the Red Witch. The Red Witch. Mm. Well, it depends on whether they're going with a justice story arc or a redemptive story arc. Um, you know, if you're going for justice, then her getting burned at a stake somewhere would seem to be fitting. But I have a feeling they're going towards something redemptive. That's what I'm thinking, uh, yeah. Now, but what she could do at this point, some people have said maybe she'll run into... Uh, and, and by the way, pushing the credibility of coincidence, maybe she runs into Jorah Mormont and ends up helping him with his little rash. Huh. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I could, I could see her also meeting up with the Hound and, and that whole brigade because they're the Red Wedding, they're the Red, the Red Witch power. Yeah. True, that's true. Um, 
What else? Um, uh, any further things, Mike or, or Eric? Uh, what about you? What do you think of those characters? Yep. <laughs> That's, I, what, don't that. I don't which, have anything which, better. Let me say this. You're worrying, wondering about Brand. The storyline that I'm most and curious to see where it goes. It doesn't mean it's the one I'm most invested in or the one that I've enjoyed the most. Oh. But I, the one that I can't quite figure out where they're going with it is Arius. Well, I, I understand your point there. I do. Um, so I that's just, the I one just, I'm, I like I'm most assassin girl. That's all. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I think she's the one that's going to kill Cersei. I've been saying that for a good year now. So otherwise, it's, it's exactly right. What, what's the point of her story? Because I can't see some other special thing to occur unless, unless like Daenerys uh, again becomes evil and Tyrion can't do it. And she is, you know, she somehow joins back with the Starks and they say, all right, we need you to go in there and take out, you know, the, the evil Daenerys or something. I don't know. Oh, we'll find out. Yeah, one thing that I will say for this season and that going way back, way, way back, way, way, way back. When I think we did our first Game of Thrones episode for Dark Discussions before we did this podcast, I'd said a lot, a lot of the series seemed to be about characters search for identity it's like Tyrion trying to find his place in the world Theon trying to find his and some of them doing a good job of it and in Theon's case not doing a good job of it obviously Jon Snow was was a case and what I think is interesting is this season you've seen many of these characters find their place right is that Tyrion becoming officially Daenerys's hand mm-hmm. Jon Snow becoming king of the north Theon accepting that he's not a king and supporting his sister and supporting Danny. Cersei, Cersei found her place in the world. <laughs> um, you know, it's so, and even Daenerys finding herself back kind of where she was, which is the head of the Dothraki horde. So I think you are getting, uh, and of course Arya as um, the weird cannibal assassin. Well, I guess no. You're not. You don't really count as a cannibal if you prepare them. Only if you eat them. Uh, yeah, I think that's true. So she's I not think a that, cannibal. I think that's kind of a technical. I mean, if she's just a chef, if you bake people in a pie, that seems it, pretty bad. They're, they're she's just, just following the recipe. We need a word. We we need a word for that. Then, if that's not a cannibal, if baking people is not cannibalism because you didn't eat them, I think murder is good enough. No, I think no. I think it deserves a very special type of. Designation. Well, you, can, you can think on that and bring it back okay. to us next season. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think it's about time to wrap this up. Unless anybody else has stuff they want to talk about, I'm running out of gas here. Yeah, I'm I'm ready for next season. I don't know about the rest of you. Yeah, wish it was uh, not a year away. Yeah, it, yeah. Does it does blow. <laughs> well, it's a little less. It's like 10 months. Well, yeah, still though. Too long. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, very, and unfortunately, it's only for seven episodes, too, which kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah. We, we need it is we, HBO, though, so maybe they'll be a little bit longer. Who knows? That's well, we need, we need the, the uh, Supernatural X Files 24 episode editions. 
Yeah, but I think that they have, that's just the amount of story they have to tell. It's just a question of how quickly they get it over with. I don't want them, and we saw a little bit of that. Even as fast-paced as the season was, we, we, we identified scenes that mm, probably were there just as padding. The entire Dorn story arc last season was a lot of padding. Right. So with so many characters who died this season and so many storylines kind of at an end and all the story points converging, um, I don't know that you're going to need as much time. Right? You're, you're down to – well, how many story arcs are we down to? We're at King's Landing. Yeah. Oh, well, Brienne and Pod, God knows where the hell they're wandering off to. <laughs> they're rowing they're, in a boat. Maybe they'll find Gendry. No, I think they're uh, headed to Winterfell, aren't they? You would think. Um, you have the Winterfell story arc, and you have obviously the Daenerys just united like seven story arcs in one. Right. And you still got Arya kind of doing her own thing, but she'll probably end up with the Hound. So you got about five or six. And, you know, again, if they don't do everyone every episode, I, I think they've got plenty of time. And for the 13 episodes to finish it off, I, just, I don't want them to, I'd rather them wrap it up neat and tight than overstay their welcome. You know, and they'll, I'm sure, come to a final conclusion as to how many of the last season needs to be by the end of next season when they see, all right, you know, did they have enough time to do it? Do they need to add more? Did they need to have fewer? What do they need to do? Yep. No, I can't wait. Um, and hopefully, I mean, it should be a relatively calm off season. <laughs> That's a weird term to use, but it kind of is with the with the fanaticism surrounding the show. Uh, I know last year, in between the end of season five and the beginning of season six, uh, the internet was just going fucking berserk with uh, Kit Harrington hair watch and all this shit. Um, hopefully that won't be around this year and we'll just, uh, be able to chill until season six gets, or season seven gets here. Uh, but who knows? Maybe George R. R. Martin might come out with his next book before then. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. We'll see. So, uh, um, it would be curious to see how Martin would write the book with, and how different it will be from, uh, the show, and again, the show has changed tremendously uh, compared to what's in the first five books. Um, yeah, and as much as I want to know the differences between the show and the book, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get myself to pick this one up because uh, four and five were such a disappointment for me. Well, and he did. Well, he did say, you know, that there's a, an important story twist coming up that involves a character who's dead on the show. But isn't dead yeah. in the books. All right. So I'm wondering if that's going to be Lady Stoneheart. There's people up there, like Phil, who think it might be Stannis. <laughs> that's right. Uh, because yeah. So and there's other. Oh, what's his face? Um, who is the guy? The king of the not the king of the north, but the king of the wildlings. He's oh, dead. Uh, he is He's, dead. Not in the books. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 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 Vance. Vance or Lance or Nance. Vance Raider. Vance Raider. Vance, Vance, yeah. Vance. Yeah, that's it. Vance. Yeah. Hmm. That would be similar to the the um, the Han, though, suddenly bringing him back. Like, come out of nowhere type of thing. Especially now that the Red Witch's story has completely changed arc as well. 
Yeah. Cool. Well, but that's no. I'm saying that's not going to happen on the show. I'm saying that's in the book. There's some uh, something happening that he said won't happen oh, in, the, in the show because the character is dead. Oh, I know who's going to win it all in the in the book. It's going to be the Griff. <laughs> oh. it's the Griff. I'm telling you, the Griff. All right. I just keep thinking. Every time you say that, I keep thinking of Biff Tannen's grandson from Back to the Future Two. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, we need to wrap this up. Guy with a spiked helmet. Ah, uh, we got nothing left to talk about. We're referring. Yeah, to we're we're yeah. Now. Sorry, we're, we're drifting yeah. into other. All right. Anyway, I I think this has been. I thought this was a blast of a season. It had its weak points. Um, and I, I people who said the tone is seems different than it was in earlier seasons are probably right. But I found it very satisfactory. I don't care about the lack of surprises and twists. Because we are kind of heading into the end, and the number of possibilities are diminishing. I don't want to do twists for twists' sake, um, and I'm I'm just really looking forward to next season. Right, right, yeah. Um, you know what, though, I think if they do any twists, there they could feel like holy smokes, I wasn't seeing it, but they set up them to happen. For example, Daenerys going bad. Uh, I, I'll throw out the Chekhov's gun of the Tyrion and the Dragons. Um, Sansa buying into Littlefinger, even though you, you know you don't think it's possible, it's could be set that way. So a lot of these twists could happen, but fortunately, I think most twists, if they do happen from here to the end, will be good twists in the sense that okay, I could see that happening because of how it was set up. So it won't be out of left field twists, if that makes any sense. But that's just a guess, an opinion. <laughs> um, all right, so um, so this is uh, the last episode of the, our season for You Know Nothing, Jon Snow, a Game of Thrones podcast. Um, but we will be back uh, probably the, the week before season seven uh, to do our predictions for the season. Uh, so that'll be 52 weeks from now, approximately. And, yeah, well, actually 51 weeks from now because we're doing it one week before the season starts. So, yeah, so that's when we would be back there. But, uh, as you said, Eric, uh, if folks still want to continue to listen to us where we discuss uh, important uh, genre films uh, in general, uh, they can listen to Dark Discussions podcast where uh, we've discussed uh, numerous uh, films uh, in the genre uh, that most folks uh, that would like Game of Thrones would also possibly like. And some recent films that we've uh, discussed uh, have been uh, The Shallows, uh, the new uh, Blake Lively film, uh, Clown, uh, the new produced film by Eli Roth. Uh, we've done um, the Netflix films, uh, uh, what, what the heck? Um, hush, was it Hush? What, what hush, was it? yes. Hush, yeah. Hushed. Hush. And uh, uh, they look, they look like people. Become. They look like people. What we become. What we become, yep. The Danish uh, foreign language film uh, that uh, take a new take kind of on, on zombies. Um, that one we did recently. Emily, the babysitter uh, thriller. Uh, the Invitation. The, babies, the Invitation, which is kind of... Maybe or maybe not a an uh, apocalypse at the end 
type of film. Um, uh, so yeah, those are those are some. Uh, uh, Nina Forever. No, Nina, Nina Forever. Forever. Nina Forever, the English uh, f- uh, film from the UK uh, about a ghost. Um, and uh, um, uh, the Shallows. Did you say the Shallows? Yeah, yeah I said the did. Shallows. Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, lots of movies yeah. that we've covered. Almost 250 of them. Actually, more if you count in the episodes where we did more than one film. Yep. Yep. So uh, folks can still follow us on Dark Discussions. Uh, feed the Dark Discussions podcast feed www.darkdiscussions.com so uh, you don't have to wait a year to hear us again. Um, so that's all. Although that, that that might be a negative for some people, but anyway, <laughs> indeed, indeed. But if it's not a negative, uh, we do have uh, a weekly episode of Dark Discussions podcast. Um, so uh, any any final thoughts, uh, Mike? Any any final thoughts? I gave mine. I was going to say, I thought he already gave his final thoughts. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. All right. So, uh, Eric, I guess with all that stated, uh, why don't you lead us out? All right. Thanks for uh, sticking with us by season six. Uh, It is all done, sadly. uh, But never fear. We will be back next year for season seven. (laughs) 